Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome back to the Tiona podcast. It's me, Sarah Sodizi. I started to think a little bit more into the past and how messy I used to be. Nowadays, at 28, I want to say I'm more of like a, a little spill on the kitchen counter, not really like a whole dump site. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but judging by the title of this episode, Y'all already know I got the tea. And I know some of y'all are immediately going to click to this and be like, what is Sarah talking about? Well, let me let me explain. Let me explain. I don't know how many of y'all have been in this situation, but I can tell you that it's happened to me in two different ways. It's either been where you like somebody, but then their friend is the one that ends up liking you. Huh? Eh? 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 It's, it's either like that or it's the other way around where you have... A friend that really, really likes somebody, but that person that they like ends up liking you? <laughs> okay, so like I said, this this episode about to get real messy. I know some of y'all can connect with this real quick. I am reflecting on these stories as a way to just really think about my choices that I've made in life and overall just an entertaining story for y'all to just laugh at. But there is a point to this. In each of these scenarios, in each of these scenarios, you're not getting what you want. You hear me? You hear me? Because if you like somebody, but it's their friend that likes you, like the person that you like, they don't like you back, but it's their friend that likes you, you're kind of like, and then the same kind of concept. Your friend likes somebody, but the person that they like ends up liking you, same thing. You don't get what you want, right? And there is a right way to, to, to treat this and there is a wrong way to treat this. And all I'm going to say in regards to these stories, y'all can determine what's the right way to deal with this and what's the wrong way to deal with this. So run the tape, run the track, y'all. Grab your cafecito, find a nice, cozy, quiet, nice place to sit. Or if you're driving or if you're doing something in the process, well, hey, here I am just chatting it up with you. Let's get started. Okay, so grade eight, a very, 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 very crucial moment in my life where I want to say I have experienced some of the biggest highs and lows of my life so far. And I know that sounds really dumb because hello, like you're like 13, 14 when you're in the eighth grade. But for me specifically, this was at a time, I think I mentioned this before, this was at a time where I was really, really awkward and really just not comfortable with my body and not really sure of who my friends were type of thing like I had friends I'm not gonna lie I had friends but sometimes it's that immaturity where you're bouncing between being like a high schooler but like not being like a little kid that like like an elementary school kid you kind of blend those two things and even in high school mad mad immature but you know when you're that age you think that you know it all and whatever blah 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 but point is is I was just I was not the most confident human being in the world when I was in the eighth grade and so just related to that and I know I've talked about this before is that guys would never pay attention to me when I was in the eighth grade shocker wow okay amazing (laughs) when I was in the eighth grade guys would never talk to me or they would never look at me that way because I would be the girl that they would play sports with and they would see me as nothing more than that (laughs) so you can imagine my thrill my absolute joy my absolute lot in life when I find out that there's a guy in my eighth grade class that has a crush on me now what are we gonna name him let's name him hot chocolate hot chocolate because i'm looking at my candle and it smells like hot chocolate so we're gonna call him hot chocolate Hmm? simple okay cool now hot chocolate was 
one of the more popular guys in our grade, I want to say. Like, he was pretty much friends with everybody, and he got really, really good grades. And I don't know why I found this to be the most attractive thing, but for whatever, re for whatever reason, his writing was really neat, and I really, really liked it. And every time he wrote me notes in class, like, I would keep them because I loved it. <laughs> because I loved his writing so much. Not, I mean, besides the stuff that he would write to me, but I would also just admire his handwriting for whatever reason. I don't know. Anyways, Hot Chocolate had a crush on me for whatever reason at that time. And I guess it was just because we were competing very much when it came to one class. Because I don't know if I mentioned this before, but grade eight was a terrible time for me when I was focusing on school. Like I, there was a point where I just didn't care about my grades, so I wouldn't hand things in or I would forget, quote unquote, forget when assignments would be due. So I'd ask for extensions on them. And some of my teachers would, my homeroom teacher, evil person, she would not. But, you know, I was really slacking off in the eighth grade. But there was one class other than other than gym class. But that doesn't count. I mean, like in terms of like stuff that counts for high school and university, whatever. There was one class that I really, really cared about. And that was French class because that was the only that was one of the only subjects that I was actually decent at and didn't even have to try. So <laughs> we were very, very competitive towards each other in our French class. And at the end of the school year, when we were going to graduate, our French teacher was going to give us an award for the best academic achievement. Like she would handpick this. It wasn't even necessarily reflective of the person's grades. I mean, that had a contribution to it, but she had to handpick the person who you, who she felt exuded the most confidence in this class. I don't freaking know. I don't freaking know. Anyways, this is where that all sprouted, though, is where Hot Chocolate started to develop a crush on me because I was really good at French, too, and we were super flirty and annoying towards each other. And I'm pretty sure everybody else in the background of this story was just like, can you guys just not, please? This is disgusting. Go away. Because <laughs> honestly, me now, thinking about it, like, if I'm looking at this from, like, third person, I would want to punch myself in the face for this. <laughs> This crush had developed over a period of a few months, okay? And I guess, I don't know, maybe it was just me in middle school, but when you like somebody, I guess, quote-unquote, like, they're taken or, like, you're taken or whatever it is. I don't, I don't know. The real, the rules were different back then. I don't know how if it's still the same now. Anyways, we liked each other, so everybody kind of knew that and everyone kind of knew to back off or to just, like, not even bother, even though, like, pfft, Come on now, nobody was going to chase after me. Him, maybe, because I know that there were tons of girls in my grade. We'll get to it. There were tons of girls in my grade that really, like, liked him or, like, thought he was cute or, like, would, like, flirt with him innocently or whatever. And I'd have to be like, oh, well, um, that's cool. I mean, I guess. Like, I... Let me tell you something. When I was in the eighth grade, I do I did not have the confidence to be like, back up off my man. That's mine. Get away from him. Like, I didn't have the confidence to do that. I didn't. Behind closed doors, maybe I did. Like, I would write in my diary, oh, so-and-so was flirting with hot chocolate today. What? What is that? Like, I thought he liked me or blah, blah, blah. Like, I would be mad emotional in my diary about stuff like that. But, like, back in the days, I would never. So when girls would flirt with him, I would just be quiet and just like literally let it happen so anyways there was kind of this like agreement i guess that everybody knew that like sarah and hot chocolate were a thing so at the end of the school year we had our annual uh trip to ottawa yes canadian vibes here haha <laughs> hey uh it was about oh i don't even remember how long the trip was i want to say it was like a week-long trip to ottawa I want to say, or maybe like a few days. I can't remember, honestly. But 
you'd be surprised how much I had to beg my parents, beg, beg, and convince them and plead with them to go on this trip. And also, I had to somewhat play the part of getting good grades because if you didn't have decent grades, then you weren't allowed, like, you weren't considered to even go on the trip in the first place. I negotiated with my parents and they were like, all right, fine, we'll let you go under the condition, you know, that you're not up to no shenanigans, you get good grades, blah, blah, blah. I want to say that was probably my best behavior in the entire time I was in the eighth grade because everything outside of that was terrible. I'll admit it. It was terrible. But anyways, I was so stoked. I was like, I finally get to go on this Ottawa trip. It's going to be the best trip ever. And I'm going to be able to spend time with hot chocolate. And guys, this is how cheesy it was. Okay. This is how cheesy it was. (laughs) Getting on that coach bus, like, you know, like the economy coach buses that take you from place to place, like different cities and everything like that. So we got on the coach bus and this is crucial. All right. Everybody had like I guess like seats that they wanted to sit in. Uh, I don't know if it's changed, but back in my time, back in my day, it used to be cool to sit in the back, sit in the back seats, like maybe like the last like three rows. It was cool. Okay. So my goal, I was determined to sit in the back seat with hot chocolate. I was very, very determined to sit in the back seat with hot chocolate and chill with him the entire bus ride to Ottawa. I want to say this trip was going to take us a couple hours. I, I, I don't remember the schematics of it or the logistics of it because we did have to take a couple of stops. So I really don't know how long it took us to get there. But nonetheless, my goal was to sit beside hot chocolate for the trip and cuddle together. That was my that was my aim. I was going to gain enough confidence to do that. Now, the one thing is that we had chaperones, obviously our staff chaperones, and they would not allow boys and girls to sit next to each other. It would be girl to girl ratio. And if there was like an uneven number or whatever, they would have to sit close to the staff or like they would have to sit close to like the chaperones or whatever. So some so I think there were like three chaperones that were there. I want to say three chaperones. And so they had distributed themselves on like different parts of the bus. So that way they could keep eyes on everybody. I don't know. Maybe they just knew. They all just knew that we were like those crazy like 13 year olds like just exploring their hormones and whatnot. I don't freaking know. But anyways, the chaperones, they all sat in their designated seats. And I had to sit next to one of my friends at the time. And (laughs) we sat there and I kept telling her, I was like, I need to sit next to hot chocolate for at least like a few minutes. Like I have to, I have to. And she was like, oh, I totally support it. You should go for it. You should go for it. And so when we got off for the rest, the first rest stop, I was like, okay, like I'm going to go and sit next to hot chocolate. Even if I get like moved, even if the chaperone sees, blah, blah, blah. Like there are ways, there are ways of like moving around this stuff. I should mention that there were ways of moving around this because the chaperones didn't really obviously want to be supervising us they wanted to be talking amongst themselves so half the time the chaperones were talking amongst themselves and they weren't really paying attention to what was going on in the back seat unless we were being loud or unless we were being like super super quiet so as we come back from the rest stop i should also say that hot chocolate and i were very very much being flirtatious towards each other at the rest stop like i had some extra change that my parents gave me to (laughs) buy a snack at the rest stop so we went to mcdonald's together and we ordered (laughs) we ordered mcflurries together and oh god this is so cringe okay so we ordered mcflurries together and we traded spoons ah 
we traded spoons and uh yeah okay we traded spoons and so then i was like okay we traded spoons like we're gonna get we're gonna get on the bus and i'm gonna sit next to him it's gonna be amazing and so i told my friend i was like you can sit with somebody else i'm gonna go sit with hot chocolate so i go and i muster up the courage to be like hot chocolate can I sit beside you on the bus? I can't even say it like this. Okay, let me just say it normally. Hot chocolate, can I sit next to you on the bus? And he goes, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And guys, I swear, sweet bliss was just my entire life at that point because I was sitting there. I don't even know how long I was sitting there before the chaperone kicked me off because she was like, you're not supposed to be sitting with a boy. You're supposed to be sitting with girls. Uh, (laughs) But it was pure bliss. Let me tell you, my pen, as I was writing in my journal that day, my diary, yo, heat, pure heat, pure flames. I was writing like three pages worth of writing about that exciting moment of me sitting next to hot chocolate on the bus. Anyways, here's the juicy part. So... We had our whole trip to Ottawa. It was really boring, but it was also really fun. And I got to hang out with my friends, things like that, whatever, right? As we are heading back, as we are heading back to the city from Ottawa, oh my God, I thought, oh my goodness, like hot chocolate likes me and now he's going to ask me to be his girlfriend. I was on cloud freaking nine because the whole time we were on this trip to Ottawa, he was digging me. He was feeling it, y'all. He was feeling it. So we get on the bus, we're on our way back to the city, and then all of a sudden, just, I feel like there was just like a shift in the energy. Something happened, I don't know, but sweet baby Jesus, I turn just to, just, just glance over and see where hot chocolate is sitting. Dun, dun, dun. He's sitting with not only, sitting with not only another girl. Can we guess? Can we guess? He's sitting with one of my really good friends at that time. Not the one that I was sitting with originally. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine what a gag that would be? No. But he was sitting with one of my very, very good friends. And I'd never, I'd never felt so like horrified. I was just like, oh my goodness. And like, if you think about it, like sitting next to somebody on a bus seat is like, okay, whatever. Like who cares? But I remember... I remember it was like the worst thing because I thought them sitting next to each other, it was going to escalate. And lo and behold, guys, lo and behold, it did. It did. Because for whatever reason, I don't know why on the way back, the chaperones all sat with each other. They weren't distributed like how we were when we first were on our way there. So I don't understand what happened there. But anyways, they didn't see what was going on in the back seat because I guess they thought everybody was tired. I don't freaking know. But the girl and Hot Chocolate were sitting next to each other on the bus and everybody was playing truth or dare in the back seat and they dared Hot Chocolate to kiss my good friend while they were in the back seat. I was so pissed off. I was so angry and I was sitting next to one of my other friends. I was so pissed off. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I thought he liked me. What is this? Blah, blah, blah. It turns out he just wanted my friend. Like... I was just completely flabbergasted. Now, y'all know, and I preface this by saying that I was mad messy. I was messy when I was a kid, okay? So, how did I how did I deviously get back at hot chocolate? Oh, dear. Okay. So, <laughs> in the back seat of the bus, there was, like a, there was like a bathroom that you could use or a washroom that you could use. And so, as I was walking, <laughs> as I was walking back to go use the washroom... <laughs> 
I can't stop laughing at this because I really thought I did something here. I started walking towards the washroom and hot chocolate and my friend, they stare at me and I kick hot chocolate's shin pretending that I didn't see or I stepped on his foot and I kicked his shin as I was walking to the washroom. And he goes, ow, what'd you do that for? And I go, this is like straight out of a movie. I swear this happened, guys. Please, please, please. I, I promise you this happened. He's like, how oh, would you do that for? And I was just like, oh, well, that's for sitting with one of my really good friends when you've been flirting with me this entire trip. Bam, boop, ba dizzle, ba dop. Girl, gagged, stopped, gooped in the middle of his tracks on our way back home from a trip to Ottawa. All right, so now that we've gotten over the craziness of that one story, I would like to tell you guys about another story that I kind of gave you guys somewhat of an idea of in the orangutan story. But not really. Like, I gave, like, little bits and pieces of it. But this will be... This is a very difficult story for me to talk about. Because genuinely, I thought that this girl was my best friend in the whole wide world. And I thought we were going to be friends for the rest of our lives until she dogged me. Um, And, uh... And yeah, it's a really sad story. But at the same time, I'm going to be revealing all this stuff at, at my own expense. And for your entertainment. So... This happened while I was in high school and I mean, in contrast to the story that I just told you guys about, I'm pretty sure y'all can figure it out where I had a friend who liked somebody and that somebody liked me instead. Now, I don't know if the same rules applied in high school where it's like if you like somebody, then they're automatically claimed or for if vice versa type of thing now i'm not proud i'm not proud of this at all at at all whatsoever and not that this is an excuse but i was 14 15 years old not making the smartest of choices and if i could take it back then i definitely would but i don't think that this would have changed the way that this girl kind of treated me and I'm again i'm not trying to make this into like oh woe is me feel sorry for me I'm not trying to make it into that type of a moment because I know the types of decisions that I made and how much it hurts other people or how it affects other people. But at the same time, at the same time, like an eye for an eye, you know that saying, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Yeah. Now, I had mentioned this to you guys that Orangutan had a friend named Chimpanzee and chimpanzee was the one that basically was like all right orangutan ask sarah out because you know you like her you like her you like her so much and you talk about her all the time so just ask her out man just ask her out now prior to this all happening then at least this is how i remember it if if this person that was my friend ever comes out with a podcast and wants to tell their perspective on it then by all means and if you want to invite me then invite me i'd love to i'd love to join you and see you after all these years (laughs) but okay so It started off when I was in freshman year and her and I became very, very quick friends. I'm going to call this person, hmm, I'm going to call this person Gucci because we not Gucci, but but it's Gucci. You know what I mean? So (laughs) Gucci and I became friends in freshman year very, very quickly. Like I want to say within the first few weeks of school, when I first started high school, her and I became really, really good friends. 
And we eventually upgraded to best friends because we would do lots of things together. We would stay after school together. We would walk home together because we live quite close to each other. We would go to the Timmy's across the street and and get and get ice caps together, even though I hated coffee. I hated the taste of it, but I wanted to guys don't judge me. I wanted to be cool. So I would buy them with her because she was super mature for her age and really enjoyed coffee. So she would buy us both ice caps so that we could be sophisticated. <laughs> but in reality i hated the taste of them and i still hate the taste of them now okay don't judge me don't judge me uh <laughs> so anyways her and i became really good friends and as a result of us being really good friends we would tell each other everything now this is kind of where the mistake had started because i know some of y'all have that one friend that can't keep a secret to save their lives uh yeah gucci was very much one of those types of friends i didn't know it at the time but gucci was very much the type of person that would take my business that I would confide in her with and spread it around and tell other people. And I wouldn't find out about it until somebody asked me about it. And I'd be like, whoa, wait a minute. Ha <laughs> How do you know about that? Because I'm pretty sure there's like only two people that know about that situation or know what I was thinking in that moment. And they were like, oh, I can't tell you. So obviously by process of elimination, and I guess this is like a little bit of naivety on my part, is that I didn't want to believe that Gucci was the one that was like spreading my business around and like twisting things around for me. But hmm, I mean, you live in you learn so Gucci and I were really good friends up until end of grade 10 and it was around that time or it was around in grade 9 that uh there was a mutual friend of ours that she happened to really like now now no 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 like I said I'm not proud of this and it's a really messy situation but again we we learned from it we reflect on it and I vowed to myself after this situation happened that I would never do anything like this ever again so basically she had a crush on orangutan I think it was yeah she had a crush on orangutan if you don't know who orangutan is go to the first episode of this season and you'll know who I'm talking about whatever so she had a crush on orangutan and well if you've listened to the first episode you would know that orangutan had a crush on me now where are the gaps that need to be filled about this story well first and foremost there was never any confirmation as to whether or not orangutan actually liked gucci in the first place i think he just saw her as a friend and that was basically it now a lot of people take rejection very very differently some people take it with a grain of salt and some people take it with the whole damn salt factory, okay? And Gucci, unfortunately, was one of those people. But they did it in a way that, I guess this is kind of like a defense mechanism. I don't know. I'm not speaking on behalf of them. This is based, this is just based on what I know. Is, the, is that Gucci did not want anybody to see the fact that she was hurt by that. Or didn't want anybody to know that, you know, like, if he didn't like her back, like, it's fine, whatever. I'll find somebody else, okay? That was what she was presenting to everybody. And even to me, she said, oh, like, it's whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you know those ones. You know those ones, ladies. And I know I'm guilty of this, too, where you're like, oh, it's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. When on the inside, you're, like, dying and you want to hit something or you want to throw something out the window. Yeah. Uh, it was very that. Very, very, very much that. Where Gucci was just like, oh, it's it's all Gucci. But, you know, and and... I in continuation with the story that I told you guys at the beginning of this season orangutan asked me out and I said yes even though I didn't actually know what I wanted and was very very unsure about it but was pressured into the situation because everybody was listening to the conversation we were having and well you know the rest is history I ran away from him when we tried to break up with each other and it was just not a good look now where am I going with this 
well, again, again, it's the kind of the story where your friend likes somebody, but then that somebody likes you instead. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. And I felt really bad afterwards because I shouldn't have done that or like because I was unsure about what my feelings were towards orangutan. I really didn't know any better. Um, but like I said, guys, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind because this is when I started to realize that revenge is not the way to go when it comes to a situation like this. Now, I remember finding this out maybe at the end of my junior year, I want to say. Yeah, at the end of my junior year, beginning of my senior year. Gucci had moved schools, so her and I were no longer friends, and so I didn't know anything about her, and I didn't know what was going on in her life, and all that stuff. What I did know, however, was the trail that she left behind, or all the things that had been said about me while she was claiming to be one of my best friends. And this all happened because a lot of the friends that I still had maintained friendships with in freshman year had ended up spilling their guts I guess because we were at the end of the I don't even know we were at the end of the school year or what have you people started telling me like oh is this true about you I kind of heard this from the grapevine and I didn't know if it was true and there were other times where people would spread rumors about me in high school and I didn't know who would start these rumors and then it turns out that by process of elimination and going back or just figuring things out and putting all the puzzle pieces together that Gucci was the one spreading all these rumors about me and the reason why she was doing all these terrible things or why she was trying to make my life miserable in a sense was all because was all because the guy that she liked didn't like her back and liked me instead and so as a result of that she wanted to get back at me for chasing after the guy that she liked or dating the guy quote-unquote dating the guy that she liked and um there you have it Uh, a lot of why my turmoil and trauma in high school was the way that it was was because of my friend gucci which again let's say it together folks all was gucci but it was not gucci you feel me yeah okay and then for this last little bit i am going to talk about my senior prom and i feel like i need to find the right episode to just provide more context on what my senior prom was like so I'm going to give you guys like the condensed version but you can let me know if you want the long version of it uh the bits and pieces that I'm going to explain here are related to obviously the whole topic of where somebody wants your friend or somebody wants you and in this case in this particular case I had been dealing with a lot in the area of where I wanted somebody that didn't want me and I took it really really hard because uh, not to get into too much detail well first let's let's give this person a name uh, pineapple that's what I can think of right now don't judge me <laughs> so I had like a really big thing for pineapple pretty much all throughout high school and it would drift so sometimes it would be there and then other times it wouldn't be there because it was just a very tumultuous relationship where it's very very up and down But senior year was really when I started to feel it the most because we had been through so much and like there was just a lot going on and I was hoping and praying and pleading with the Lord Jesus Christ for him to ask me to prom. So yeah, guys, here's that story. So like I said, guys, this was in grade 12, senior year. And I was really, I was one of those girls, like, I'll admit it, I was one of those girls that was, like, hella stoked for prom because I couldn't wait to, like, glam myself up because, as I've discussed multiple times before, growing up, 
I was never like the pretty one. I was never the girly one. I was never the one that would get my nails done, get my hair done. I was never that girl. But I vowed to myself, and also because I didn't have a quinceanera, fun fact, didn't have a quinceanera, I vowed to myself that it was if there was going to be an occasion that I wanted to go all out in, it would be senior prom. And so that's exactly what I did. I started thinking about what kind of dress I wanted to wear. And also another fun fact, I still have my prom dress, and it still fits me, so that's a win actually I lost a little bit of weight since I was in grade 12 which is a little I don't even know if that's concerning or if that's a good thing but um so it's a little big on me but yeah my prom dress still fits so anyways I was thinking about all of those types of things blah 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 and the one main thing though is that or that was on my mind was I really want to go to prom with the guy that I really really like so pineapple was never really in any of my classes now that I think about it. I think we only had like maybe two classes together the entire time we were in high school, maybe like three classes together. And uh, so we really hung out all outside of class, like during lunchtime. And because we had a lot of mutual friends, like we would just hang out together after school and whatnot, especially in freshman year, I want to say. Freshman year, like we hung out a lot. And then in sophomore year, no, 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 sophomore year, we didn't hang out. It was freshman and junior year, we would hang out a lot. And so, like I said, this was a very complicated friendship slash relationship because one day we would like, one day we would like each other, then another moment we wouldn't like each other, or it would be very much like Sarah likes pineapple, but pineapple doesn't like Sarah, and then vice versa, so pineapple likes Sarah, but Sarah would be chasing after another dude. Yeah, very that. Yeah, I was very, I was very dumb, very emotionally immature, if you will. And so I was sitting here in class always thinking like oh i want pineapple to ask me to prom so bad i want it i want i want i want i want him to take me to prom i want him to take me to prom so i sat there and i remember i used to tweet about this this is embarrassing man i want to see like my tweets from 2012 because they probably are very problematic i'm not gonna lie um, but also i really want to see my tweets about when i would talk about prom because like i was such a loser man like i kept seeing all of my friends get pro like these like elaborate promposals and stuff and then me, I would just be like the lonely little fish, like swimming out of water and was like, oh, I didn't get a proposal. La, 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 hello. So anyways, I'm sitting there still thinking like, when is pineapple going to propose to me? Because like we were kind of like, we were on like decent terms. I want to say we weren't on the best terms, but we were, this is when you know you have a toxic relationship where like everything is like going wrong for y'all. But like in the back of your mind, you're just like, oh, but he's still going to ask me out. Are he still going to ask me to prom? Like, even though, like, the whole world is on fire and, like, the building's about to collapse right now, like, he's going to ask me to prom. He's going to ask me to prom. And I kept telling my friends that. I was like, oh, don't worry. Pineapple's going to ask me to prom. Little did I freaking know. <laughs> Little did I freaking know. Spoiler alert. He did not ask me to prom. Somebody else did. And I'm very, very appreciative of the person that did because otherwise I would have felt like a loser. Even though that's not what prom is. Like, prom is about having fun with your friends and enjoying, like, your last little shindig before y'all go off to university and stuff. But besides the point. So, like I said, prom was fast approaching and I obviously pineapple did not ask me because he decided to ask one of my very like i was like i wouldn't say best friends but like very like her and i were very very good friends like we had been friends since middle school i want to say yeah middle school and i was crushed i'm not gonna lie i was so crushed because her and i were good friends so i was just like oh 
Like, you know, those like I, I just told you guys, like sometimes there's situations where it's like the person doesn't want you. They want your friend. And that's exactly what it was at the time. And partially to spite me, I mean, like, I don't know what was inside Pineapple's head, so I can't really confirm this, but this is just based on behaviors and the toxicity of our relationship. Kind of did it to get back at me. Not going to lie to you. But the thing that bummed me out the most, I guess, is that this good friend of mine, she knew about my relationship with Pineapple very, very much. She knew all of the ins and outs of it, the history, everything that was involved with it. And she still agreed to go with him. And get this, y'all get this she had a boyfriend at that time so why she didn't go to prom with her boyfriend i have no idea and to this day i will never know because i don't know what's going on in her life anymore but at the time she had a full-on boyfriend that went to a different school but nonetheless like it made absolutely no sense to any of us like our entire friend group was like huh so this is why i thought that pineapple was just trying to spite me because he knew also that this girl had a boyfriend and yet still asked her to prom anyways. So, but it gets worse. It gets worse. So as I cried my little, my little beautiful tears in the bathroom the day that he asked her to prom, <laughs> I laugh about it, but I promise you I was not laughing when this happened. So when I was crying in the bathroom, like about him asking her to prom, I was thinking, okay, you know what? Like, I'm still going to have a good time because I'm going to be with all my friends and it's just going to be good. And also not to mention the fact that I was on the committee, like I was one of the executive people or whatever for planning the prom itself so i don't want to say like i had a lot of say or like had a lot of power in what decisions were made because at the end of the day like the staff like the staff sponsors yo they were they were rude first of all like let's 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 make a side note there the staff sponsors were hella rude but they were the ones that were ultimately making the decisions and we were kind of just like yes or no whatever blah 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 or what in the capacity of the things that we were allowed to do for our prom Anyways, I vowed to myself, I was like, I'm going to have a good time. It's still going to be awesome, blah, blah, blah. And like I mentioned to you guys, somebody else did eventually ask me to prom. And I can tell you guys that story at a later date if you want to hear if you want to hear it. It is a really great story. So I go to prom. Everything's great. And <laughs> the whole time, as if like the wound, the salt in the wound wasn't stinging already. Like, I will never forget that during a couple of our like dance dance times or whatever like after we finished eating like the dance floor was open and everything like that like a, during a couple of occasions they were dancing very uh, pineapple and my really good friend they were dancing very pr provocatively together and everyone was just kind of like oh well i don't know how her boyfriend's gonna feel about that uh mm. and i had to stand there and watch basically because again i was on the committee so i had like a million different things to do but i still had to keep watch of like certain things and oh oh my 17 year old heart no oh my gosh it was so cringe to look at and then the worst part i want to say like the absolute worst part of this whole experience if you want to call it that or this rejection that stung like a damn bee sting is they were coming back with us and oh my god they were coming back with us and i don't know what it was once again i'm not trying to expose nobody for being a cheater but like this is what the situation was and plus we were all teenagers so realistically speaking like whatever it, it's in the past who cares akuna matata 
they were like nuzzling up against each other they weren't kissing or anything well i don't even know I, it was so long ago i can hardly remember but they were like getting real cozy with each other and guess who was sitting right across from them because of course why else where else where else would i be sitting yeah yeah let me just off myself real quick they were sitting right across from me so i had to look at pineapple dead in the face while he's getting cozy with one of my real good friends so guys to, to sum all of this, the, this whole situation up, I know what it feels like to be the person that wants somebody or that's pining after somebody and then they just want your friend. It's happened to me in grade eight and it's happened to me in high school or like a grade 12. And then flip side, I've been the one where it's like your friend wants somebody, but then that somebody wants you and it's a not it's not a very comfortable situation to be in either. But the whole thing, just to round this whole thing off, is... <sighs> you will get over it. That, like, I feel like that's just like the key point here. The key element is that you will get over it, whether it's the person that, you know, you want them so bad, you didn't get what you wanted and you're pissed off about it and you're sad about it. Like, listen, hello, how humiliating is it that I had to, I cried in the bathroom the day that Pineapple asked this girl out to prom when she fully had a boyfriend. Like, I kept saying that to everyone too. I was like, she has a boyfriend. Like, why is she even agreeing to that? But like, Hello, it's been how many years since I went to prom and have I ever even spoken to either of these people? No, in all of that time, no, I haven't. And I don't know what their life is like. And all of these other things, yes, have happened. And <laughs> and you're going to, and, and I, I'm sorry, I need to laugh because like, the thing is, is that I feel like when it happens, like when you're right in the moment, you think it's like the worst thing to ever happen to you. When in reality, God is just smiling from above and is like, sis, you don't even know what's about to come. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I just think like I was probably sitting there and God was listening to me in the bathroom stall and was just like, Miha, stand up, stand up. You're never going to speak to this man after you finish high school. You're never going to speak to him. Stand up, please. <laughs> but altogether guys like if you're going through a situation like that i feel for you and truthfully that's as blunt as i can be with you is you're going to get over it you will whether it's in one week one month one year 10 years you're going to get over it you will you will i promise you that and well y'all before this gets too darn long <laughs> uh i just want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode and thank you for sticking around if you have been sticking around and been waiting patiently for me to upload <laughs> life has been a little hectic i'm not gonna lie to you it's been a roller coaster ride of emotions but what else is new what else is new that also that only just gives me more inspiration and more stories to tell you guys on this so i mean really <laughs> But I am thinking of switching the schedule to more of like something that's a little bit more manageable and a little less time consuming just based on what's going on in my life right now. So I'm thinking of changing the schedule to bi-weekly rather than weekly episodes. But y'all gotta let me know if that's something that you're interested in. Um, I know some people have reached out and said that they're okay with me uploading whenever I feel like it. And that's nice and all, but I really want to stay consistent with this. So I'm going to figure some stuff out. And when I do... I'll let you guys know how that goes. But as always, guys, I, I always think this, I thank you guys so much for the support and for new people that are just listening. Well, hey, hi, hello there. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. But yeah, I'm out of here, y'all. As always, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, Immigrant Lives Matter, and God loves you so, so, so very much. Okay, bye.